0: My name is Sean Jordan. Welcome to the Adaptive Outdoorsman Podcast. Here we'll be discussing the history and legacy behind disabled hunters, trappers, anglers, and how they adapt and persevere in the woods, on the line, and on the water. I'd like to welcome my guests of the Cooper McCoy Incorporated nonprofit, aka Hunt for Hope, President Heidi Mishu, her husband, Scott Mishu. They are a nonprofit organization providing outdoor educational recreational opportunities for physically challenged, mentally fragile, and able-bodied youth. Now, Heidi, how did you guys get your start?
1: Uh, Well, Cooper uh, had, uh, which I'm sure we'll get into, uh, started to have symptoms and so forth of his disease. He had been wanting to go hunting. Uh, Scott and us had some friends outside of town that offered up their property. Uh, Cooper went out. He was able to harvest a humongous dough and with, uh, using a tripod and et and, uh, I scope. Oh, you videoed it. Yes. Yeah, sorry. And the guy watched it over and over and he said, you guys should do something with kids. We came home. We all talked about it. And Cooper's like, I want to do this. And, I want other kids to have the opportunity with disabilities like me to go hunting. We applied, and here we are. Uh, what nine years later? Nice.
0: Yeah, I was reading about Cooper having uh, charcoal marie tooth neuropathy, and I had a previous guest of mine on. His name's Sidney Smith of uh, Disabled Outdoorsman Utah. And his was in his feet primarily. He also has it in his hands, Mm -hmm. but I was reading more about uh, your son and how his was more in his hands than his feet.
1: One morning went to put his gloves on for school. He, his fingers kept like cranking and we're like, straighten your fingers, straighten your fingers. He kept saying he couldn't by a month later, he really couldn't like was struggling to open his hands or extend his fingers. We truly felt that his tendons were too short from his elbow to his wrist. Made an appointment with an orthopedic surgeon to have him looked at, and he said, I won't touch your son. I think he has a neuromuscular disease. Do you know your son has no reflexes? And we were like, what? And we had always noticed growing up, when the doctor would test his reflexes, he never kicked or anything like a normal person does. So they sent us straight to Akron Children's and uh, we started the long haul to figure out what was wrong with him. At first they did biopsies. Uh, they thought that in nerve conduction testing, they thought maybe he had Deschains. Uh, Those came back okay. The biopsy proved he didn't have that. Then it was uh, dated five-hour MRIs, and you name it, he did it. They actually sent us to Iowa City, Iowa, to the Children's Hospital, and there's a guy out there, Dr. Shy, who is world-renowned, known doctor for Charcot-Marie-Tooth, and we spent eight hours out there in that hospital going over multiple testings and found out that, uh, yeah, that's what he had.
0: So how did that affect Cooper?
1: Um, It was a lot to handle. Um, After many tests, we have found out as time has progressed, his lungs are a little weaker than most people's. Mm
0: -hmm. Um,
1: His hands are in basically fists. Uh, the last, what, six, seven years of school, he had to have a scribe because he can no longer write. He types using knuckles. Um, he there for a while, his speech was going pretty bad. Uh, they did surgery. And Cooper is very, very skinny due to the disease because you mm-hmm. your muscles die. Um, yeah. So they went into his rib cage and pulled out fat and put injected into the holes in his throat that were developing uh, from the muscles dying in his throat and got a speech back. Um, but he just had major surgery. It's coming up on a year ago. Every six months, they would check his spine and things. And he had a little tiny curve, no big deal. But he also has uh, where his chest is caving in some. They went up for a normal six months, checkup on his back. No big deal. And the doctor called, said, you have to have surgery right away. Um, Mm -hmm. The curve just out of nowhere, just whoop. And with the chest caving in, they decided they needed to do surgery right away. So in December, he went in and he got two 15 inch rods and 18 screws put into his back.
0: That reminds me of my mother when she was having a degenerative disc disease in her back.
1: Yeah. She's even got a couple did,
0: twisty ties.
1: Yeah. He did amazing. I mean, he that's had a, a, a morphine drip he could push, and he had that in for like 36 hours, and he only pushed it like three times because he was so afraid that he would become addicted. Yeah, um, that's
0: a big one with addiction. And he didn't nice. want
1: to take cane meds, nothing. His surgery was on a Tuesday and they expected him to go home the following Monday. He came home Friday mo- morning and the surgeon wow. even said, I can't believe I'm sending you home. Wow. So
0: now, uh, after his, uh, did he bag his first buck? I, you were talking about how he bagged his first big doe. Uh, how many deer or how many other hunts has he been on?
1: Oh, geez. <laughs> um, well, mm-hmm his dad is counting how many <laughs> uh yes he's, oh, he's been looking. extremely blessed uh he's hunted uh extensively in the united states canada and in south africa
0: now has he hunted any time since his last major surgery
1: mm, yeah. he shot a doe the a uh, couple weeks ago here in ohio but other than that he has not hunted extensively since his last big back surgery.
0: Yeah, do you think he's going to be going on any uh, big ones anytime soon?
1: He'd like to, but he—he's uh, a little bit of a different child. He's—he uh, is highly intelligent. He graduate, I guess. If I have to say anything, this disease caused him to be extremely stubborn, motivated. Um, I don't know how you would say it. He turned 18 in February. He became a
0: person of determination.
1: Yes. In May, he graduated from The Ohio State University with honors and an associate's. In June, graduated from Worcester High School with honors. Nice. And uh, had started his own uh, business. He owns his own lawn care business, Buckeye Brush and Turf.
0: Nice. Owns his own business. And now
1: he's bored and he custom farms for Hauser Custom Farming on the side.
0: Nice. That is awesome. I think that's great that he's being able to be an entrepreneur and to uh, overcome what he has and just go well outside of the range of what people would think he would be doing.
1: Yeah. So how many hunts, Scott? Did you remember the moose?
0: 16.
1: 16 hunts.
0: 16 hunts so far. Wow.
1: Yeah. And that's been since he was 11 to about 16, he went on those. 16, 17. 16 or 17, yeah.
0: And you said he just graduated from Ohio State and from 16 to 21, yeah. pretty much. No, well, I he's 18. Think. He's 18. Oh. oh, he's 18. No, am I not?
1: Yeah, I'm he graduated in college before he graduated high school.
0: Oh dear, good lord! I have been having, pro- I am off my sleeping schedule. Then I went- <laughs> Yeah, my dog was literally moving around, so I had to get after her. <laughs> That's okay. But so, tell me a little bit more about the nonprofit. How many? How often have you guys been working with uh, kids for?
1: Um. Well, this was our ninth year for a hunt, eighth year. Mm-hmm. Um, we, every fall here in Ohio, take six kids white-tailed deer hunting. And then we've only been able to do it once. We started doing turkey hunts in the spring, but then mm-hmm. COVID hit. And so, yeah. with us doing such fragile children that we work with, we have not done the turkey hunt back up. Because okay. it seems the last couple springs, COVID is so high yeah. that we don't want to risk some child.
0: So do you think within the next few years you'll be uh, doing a turkey hunt?
1: Yes, we are hoping even next year to get back into it.
0: That is great. I've only been turkey hunting two years and I broke my foot one year, so.
1: Oh, geez. <laughs> Actually, one of our board members, Daniel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> he, we met him as he was Cooper's uh, neurologist's nurse.
0: Nice.
1: And he joined us on Hunt for Hope. He actually has a great story himself. He was shot, white turkey hunting, Ouch. by somebody who was on the property illegally um, who shot him. His nice. story is on Not by Sight, Not, and then the X, Sight. Um, And he has his story on there.
0: That's cool. So you guys have done whitetail deer hunting and turkey hunting. Are you hoping to expand out into anything else?
1: We would love to. We don't, we don't at this point ourselves, but with that being said, usually our six kids who deer hunt, mm-hmm. we get them on another hunt. So we pair up with Muley Fanatics out in uh, Rock Springs, Wyoming. And they usually take two or three of our kids who are life-threatening or terminal Mm -hmm. um, elk hunting or mule mule deer hunting. And then we also pair with um, uh, Camo Dreams, Derek Fussell out of uh, Florida. He'll take uh, one of our kids on some other special hunt. We also paired this year with Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. One of our kids was lucky enough. Hop for Hope applied for our first ever governor's tag in Idaho, and we got it. Nice. So we had a young boy, Hunter, who was able to go out and get a moose. Uh, we pair up with um, Holy Pursuit, Kevin uh, Kevin Turner um and we work with other groups and anybody we can find to get the kids to go on another hunt somewhere of something they'd like to hunt big game nice.
0: That is excellent and um, uh, how do you guys fund everything do you go through sponsorships auctions or the everything Um
1: well we we do one fundraiser a year it will be Friday March 24th 2023 we always do it on a Friday because we have it at the Heritage Center which is Millersburg, Ohio, but it's really outside of Berlin. Um and it's a Amish gentleman who owns the building and it was mm-hmm. built to house um youth groups, Amish youth groups on Saturday evening, so we can only rent it on a Friday. And we sell out every year 500 tickets and we get donations for the fundraiser. Usually uh, Savage Firearms is actually a sponsor of ours. Uh, They always donate a gun um, for our fundraiser, as does Henry and some others um, that we've gotten to be close friends with. Um, Which is kind of funny because our hunt is actually a crossbow hunt that in the fall that our deer hunt. Yeah. So we use 10 point crossbows for the youth hunt.
0: Nice. I think I, I use a crossbow for my hunt, so I'm not knocking crossbows. (laughs) No, no. Yeah. I was just looking to see how far you guys are from me. Well, Berlin was, uh, I'm in Northeast Indiana, 45 minutes Southwest of, uh, Fort Wayne. So
1: okay. I was Where just looking
0: at, I was just looking at the map. I'm like, yeah, that's a, a two hour drive.
1: How yeah. is it only two hours?
0: Yeah. I have no idea. Actually. I didn't even check properly. <laughs>
1: what time are you in?
0: Uh, Huntington.
1: Scott's looking it up.
0: I know, I know we're
1: five hours from Indy. Well, four, yeah. four, four and a half from
0: Indy. Yeah, I'm from, I'm literally, yeah, hang on, Berlin, Ohio. There we go. You gotta love the internet, right? That's right. Oh, three hours, 44 minutes.
1: That's not bad. Yeah, right. We have an amazing uh, guy whose wife actually has Charcot-Marie Tooth. He owns a food truck in uh, Clear Over in PA. Harrisburg. Harrisburg. Outside of Harrisburg. Harrisburg. He comes in and does all our food, and he does some killer brisket, let me tell you, for the fundraiser.
0: Nice barbecue. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Don't get me started on food just yet. I'm (laughs) getting ready to brine my turkey and then put it in the smoker/grill and for Thursday and it's going to be a fun one.
1: <laughs> yes, that's actually what we're doing.
0: Right. Now, uh walk me through the application process. Uh long
1: long spread. <laughs> okay. If you get on uh, our website, which is the word hunt, the number 4, the word hope.org, uh there's a play application on there. It's pretty simple. We take kids 10 to 17 um, with some sort of disability and Mm -hmm. uh, they can fill out the application online and then it just comes to our email. And then every year, the first week of August, uh, we sit down, go over the applications, pick the hunters and reach out to their families. And the deer hunt is always the very last weekend of October here in Ohio. In Millersburg, Ohio, actually, outside of Millersburg, Ohio.
0: Yeah. Now, you say you guys get six. How many, on average, applications do you get a year?
1: We don't get as many as we'd like, 10 to 13, 10 to 15. Mm. I mean, we have had kids all the way from Wisconsin, Georgia. Uh, I think those are our farthest. Indiana, Michigan. Oh yeah, this year we had a South Carolina uh, kid come up, Tennessee. So yeah.
0: What's the uh, maximum age range you guys accept?
1: We do ten years old to seventeen because that's what our insurance allows.
0: I got a nephew who was born with bilateral club feet as well. He's got uh, worst case, a little bit worse, but he can actually walk and whatnot now. Due to surgeries. Gotta love those things. And then he also, we also learned he's purple and orange colorblind. Oh. Yeah. So purples
1: are.
0: He? Uh, he is 13 now.
1: Well, he should apply.
0: I think I'll probably convince my brother and my sister in law to I'll let him. Hopefully his grades stay up for next year.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, About our our hunts with our kids, our foundation, we ask that the family, all you have to pay for is to get here and get home. And if you can't afford that, we can help out with that. We pay your hotel, all your food. We pay for the deer processing if the child wants the animal mounted. Uh, Cooper's personal taxidermist, uh, Mossy Rock Taxidermy out of Woodsfield, Ohio, Ben, he does all our taxidermists. He's actually there on site, skins them how the kids want it done. Uh We also, we don't try to make it a surprise for the kids, but we uh supply them with clothes, shoes, uh hunting gear, all that. Nice. Also. And so, like, all the family has to pay is their gas to get here and home.
0: Which... We all know in this day and age is very expensive, but if it's worth getting the kid to smile, it's worth it. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: Now, what is your success rate on the hunts, especially the deer hunts?
1: Actually, it's been really good. We took our Mm -hmm. six kids here a couple of weeks ago and two, all six got a deer. Actually two of them shot two deer. Hmm. Uh, One girl, uh, Felicia, uh, her and her sister were both on the hunt. They're deaf. Um, their whole family is deaf. So we had an interpreter come in and help for the weekend. Um, Felicia shot the biggest buck ever to be taken with Hunt for Hope. It was huge. Um, but, yeah, every kid, last over, year. Over the last three years, we've had 100% shot
0: opportunity. Maybe not harvest. They The kids have chosen not to shoot. But we've had a hundred percent shot opportunity. That's awesome. Being able to have that high of a success rate. And yeah. It's nice to see that they're able to say no. I don't want to take it if they don't feel like it.
1: Right. We we give them that choice. Um, it's, their it's their hunt. They choose not to harvest. That's that's their call. Yeah.
0: Well, it also doesn't—it doesn't hurt them mentally. It doesn't put pressure on them to say, right. "You don't have to," because we obviously you don't want to ruin for form for the entirety of the field saying "shoot, shoot, shoot," because you know right. there's some, especially in the adult world, there are some places like that. But
1: yes, yes, but yeah, it's I, their hunt, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean that's. Uh, that's inspiring enough as is right there. I mean, so what are you guys plans for the next five years in terms of uh, getting bigger?
1: We would love to keep growing, get a lot more kids applying for our hunts, uh, be able to get back into the Turkey, um, even be able to take up to eight kids deer hunting in the fall eight kids turkey hunting in the spring. We'd like to just keep growing, be able to take. I think we've all agreed, you know, eight to 10 kids is absolutely the most we want to do at one time. Mm -hmm. Only because Cooper's been on other hunts and so forth. We like it small because it becomes so personal. Mm -hmm. You know, we love that the moms come and the dads, especially the moms, who are always so busy with a child with a disability to mm. kick back and relax. She doesn't yeah. have to do anything all weekend, you know, just chill and relax. And, um, we get to hang out with every family that's there and get to know them and their stories. And they, they become family, like, huh? For hope family. Too, too big, yeah. yeah. And if we get too big, then we feel like you lose that connection.
0: So what made you settle on six in the beginning
1: was it
0: um, price, I, price tag or
1: it was finances? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that's kind of, I mean, there's some equipment we'd like to get eventually um, that would help us. And, you know, and until we get a, quite a bit more in the bank, we can't do that. Like we'd love to, one of the things we'd love to get a hold of is a, um, uh, the side-by-side side.
0: A, a, a track chair or a uh, coyote
1: mm-hmm. or a mobility, a, yeah a track yeah. chair and a mobility quad um mm-hmm. right now our tripods we have the original uh caldwell field pods that we use mm-hmm. to, out with the kids we need to upgrade them to the ball bo- the big bogs uh death grip. death grip yeah um you know, just because they're just more sturdy. Um, actually, we uh, know the guys from Omega Sights; they've been amazing. They help on our hunt, and they've been putting uh, the last couple two year, last year and this year Omega Sights on our bows. Nice. And then uh, at the end of the hunt uh, last year and this year, they were able to gift those Omega Sights to the kids to take home and use on their own equipment. Oh. Yeah, it's
0: very special.
1: Yeah, those are not cheap.
0: No, and, I imagine uh, they're not.
1: So that's been great. Though Omega sites, those things are really cool how those work. Um and then um yeah, it just just some things we need to upgrade. Um and you know, from that are original from when we started and yeah. yeah.
0: Do you guys use sip and puff uh style shot? We-
1: yeah, we use bite. Oh, bite! Yeah, okay. from uh, Be Adaptive, hmm. and they are an amazing company to work with. If uh, there's anybody out there who needs adaptive equipment, that's where we get ours. Is Be Adaptive? Yeah. At this point, we have t- two, two, and um, we we this year we didn't have to use them. Hmm. Everybody was yep. able to pull the trigger.
0: That's good. Yeah, I know a buddy of mine, uh, Mike Burnside, his daughter, Kinsey, she has cerebral palsy. And she's went on massive amount of hunts, too. And they do a sip and puff where Mike actually aims the rifle at where it's supposed to go or a crossbow. And she sees it in a viewport. And it's set up deer, or deer elk, whatever rocks in. And she gets super excited. And she it has to be reminded to sip 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 <laughs> uh, instead of yeah uh, whoa but yeah, yeah she that was an inspiring tale and i love those two those that family very much i mean they're inspiring yeah. especially what he does and you guys do as well i mean it kind of reminds me that you both everybody about has about the same idea and what they want to do
1: yeah yeah no uh we just want to grow keep growing we'd love to eventually you know be able to start buying land of our own or leasing Mm -hmm. uh like especially for the turkey hunts things like that yeah or have like days out like get uh reunions with the past hunters and do a fishing day or Ah, i
0: was about ready to ask about fishing too actually we did
1: send one of our kids deep sea fishing uh two well, two of our kids have gone deep sea fishing as their wish. Instead of going on a hunt, they've gone deep mm. sea fishing.
0: You guys ever think about maybe during the summertime, you can extend it out to having sip, six applications go uh, bass fishing, walleye fishing,
1: that, bars, that, like that. That would be a good idea. It's just uh, finding the boats in Ohio, well, up on Lake Erie, Finding the boat, uh you would have to make sure no one was in a wheelchair. They were able to kind of hold their own balance.
0: Because um, uh, Lake Erie is very volatile. Yeah. It
1: gets, it gets a little touchy. I'll,
0: yeah. You know, some days are great. Some days are, you know, you get a, a few miles per hour on that lake, and it can go from one foot to four foot or five foot real quick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, and then you get into the expense of, which we're not opposed to, uh, buying some electric reels.
0: Yeah. Well, you, you know, think about like, le- the smaller lakes or whatnot, you know, like the ponds or whatnot, taking the kids there. You ponds.
1: can do like down by Salt Fork and some of those. That's a big lake. Yeah. Um, it would just be getting a boat that especially with electric that you could hook the electric reels into for a kid yeah. who possibly can't reel yeah yeah
0: yeah that's that's one of uh, that's a good idea though I mean being able to get all that stuff and it's a lot closer and not as vicious as Lake Erie is
1: <laughs> right 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 yeah Salt Fork's a really nice huge lake. And they have the nice lodge there if you needed to keep them overnight in cabins or campers or whatever. Yeah,
0: Yeah, and I'm always asking people and nonprofits this one when they're talking about doing expansive stuff. You ever think about doing trapping it during the wintertime with the kids?
1: No. No.
0: (laughs) No. No. Uh Uh-oh. I pushed too far. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not a trapper and with our kids if we do it as an organization it becomes more of a liability issue with the insurance yeah of taking the kids out and yeah. you know having them go down and tripping and possibly falling and it i'm sure our insurance that yeah, would, would not be us. happy no no i don't no, think it, they would it, be. yeah it doesn't sound like it would be happy no I, no I, I, i'm on a mission to find a disabled trapper <laughs> I, have, I haven't found anybody yet, so like we'll be I will here li- and
1: we'll let you know.
0: All right, that would be great. I'm literally on that mission of like I want to find a line, a long line trapper, and I would love to interview the crap out of them.
1: You know, we're right here in Amish country, and I bet you if I looked enough, we could probably find one down in Holmes mm-hmm. County, a disabled. <laughs> one
0: nice now uh you guys uh offer a slew because i was checking your website before we came on uh you offer a slew of uh paraphernalia such as t-shirts sweatshirts hat stickers is that other than the auction uh auction process or the t-shirts and whatnot is there another way that you guys get funding for it
1: We have a few, well, actually only one uh, company that reached out to us um, because we took a child of one of their employees Hmm. hunting and here to find out that company, the owners of that company were extremely wealthy people Hmm. and they started a foundation, I don't know what you would call it, like a process. Yeah, a foundation. Mm -hmm. And they uh, pick a foundation, an organization, and they donate so much money every year for five years to that organization. And then they do an employee thing at work, at their business, that um, every month you can donate to a foundation. So if any of their employees wants that money to come to us, then we get a a cut check from that too. Also. Nice. Yeah. It's actually a pretty cool. The dad of this child is a crane operator and, um, he never gets a day off when it's crane season. I mean, they're working seven days a week and, uh, this little boy has a very horrible disease. The boss, mommy brought him the little boy. And all of a sudden this guy shows up and we're like, who are you? And he's like, you know, telling us. And here his, the owner of the company found out that Logan was on our hunt. And he's like, wait, why aren't you there? And he's like, no one else is here to run the crane. And he said, oh no, shut the whole thing down. The whole project for the whole weekend. So the dad could be there with the little boy why he harvests his animal and stuff.
0: That's awesome.
1: that is the company that donates for the five years to us.
0: That's a great, uh, that is nice that the company was able to do that. And hopefully that company is able to donate to you guys continuously. Uh, You guys have any sponsors with uh, mainstream companies or anything like that or are you hoping for
1: Uh, it? Savage Firearms is a sponsor of us they they actually came to us um other than that 10 point, ten point crossbows mm-hmm. uh sitka gear gives us amazing deal on all the clothes for the kids all the kids go home decked out in sitka and uh, my board members are pretty jealous of them <laughs> um other than that like um here in ohio down in charm ohio we have um Charm Boot, Harness and Boot, Mm -hmm. they uh, donate the boots for the kids. Um, Other than that, not really. We'd love to get some big names or big sponsors to come on board. And yeah, yeah, Cabela's, we did a grant with Cabela's this year. Um, But other than that, it's just basically what those 500 people donate to us at the fundraiser
0: nice uh, how many guys uh how many volunteers do you guys have a year
1: um well we have uh us four officers and then nine board members mm-hmm. and then to put on each event oh geez there was 25 of us all together probably as volunteers and board members and etc that put on the hunt and then in the spring when we do the fundraiser gee there's probably 30 to 40 of us because we have games going on all around the room we have gun tables, gun tickets raffles, all kinds of stuff going on
0: Wow, that's impressive how that, you have to have an army to be able to run a a non-profit really
1: Yeah, you do
0: Yeah Well, uh, do you want to tell anybody how to reach you guys?
1: Sure, Um, they can go on the huntforhope.org. You can email us through them. Uh, I am the president, uh, Heidi Meshew. They're welcome to uh, call me. uh, 330-464-2023 is my number. Um, Also, uh, Facebook. We're on Facebook. You can message us through Facebook. Um, if they have any questions, we're also on Instagram and, uh, any of those ways, they're welcome to reach out.
0: All right. Well, and I think
1: my address may be even on the, um, website.
0: Yeah. Yes. Well, hopefully they don't really come down that fast. (laughs) I know. Yeah.
1: my, my phone number's on our business card. It's the number I think that's on the uh, website, Facebook, all that. It all comes to me, so. Nice.
0: Well, uh, thank you guys for coming on and talking about your great organization, and I hope my nephew can get on there eventually and try yeah, that. Yeah,
1: that'd and, be great. I uh, hope yeah. you can join us for our fundraiser in March.
0: Well, I have vacation time then, so that's a good thing. So Yeah. Uh, thank you guys again for coming on and
1: I do want to shout my- out. I want to shout out. If anybody, um, we will be at NWTF in Nashville. Hunter nice. hope has its own booth. We'll be it with, uh, in the same line as 10 point crossbow and, um, uh, <laughs> I just lost <laughs> Rhino blinds and, uh, I-WOM. We're right beside all of those in Nashville in February Nice. and stop by and see us.
0: All right. Well, again, thank you guys for coming on and tell my audience as always, stay adaptive.